Greetings, agents. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to listen to this episode of Shark Tales, a not-so-top-secret collaboration between NBC10 Boston and the Atlantic White Shark Conservancy. Today, we have Agent Megan Winton on our secure communication line, the Conservancy's top shark research scientist. She's been undercover with the Massachusetts Division of Marine Fisheries, which have the mission of studying great white sharks that visit Cape Cod every summer. Their team has been tracking white shark movement using high-tech tags that they attach to the sharks, but you know every secret agent needs cool new gadgets to complete an important mission. This year, the team is piloting exciting new tools, including drone balloons, real-time trackers, and a new way to measure how fat a shark has gotten. So put on your best tuxedo and get ready for action. This message will self-destruct in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I'm here with Megan Winton, and as I understand it, you're stuck at home right now just waiting to get out in the water. Meg, how are you? I am very excited. <laughs> to get to get out, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be great to get out on the water and, and start conducting our regular research trips. It's, you know, we've, we've been delayed um, this year with everything that's been going on. So we've been ramping up, getting everything ready, getting equipment in the water, but reports of shark sightings and seals that have been bitten by sharks are pouring in. So we know they're here. Um, so we can't wait to get out on the water and start doing some research. Well, it has to be torture because not only is this another shark research season, but you guys got some new gadgets over there. Got some new tools you're going to play with. I hear maybe a drone balloon. Oh, yes. Yes, that is another part of... of why we're raring to go. We've got all this cool new technology at our disposal this summer that we can't wait to get out and, uh, and test. So well you, get, well, you guys are like James Bond right now. You have the gadgets. You're waiting for a mission to use them if you choose to accept it. <laughs> well, first off, you know me, and you know I'm not as cool as James Bond, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah. we'll, just, we'll just go with that. The James Bond of the sea. <laughs> But yeah, so I, I guess a drone balloon is actually a pretty good way to describe them. So basically, it's the, the type of camera that's on a drone. But instead of being attached to a drone, it's attached to this big balloon that looks like a 12-foot-long blimp, mm -hmm. um, which is attached to a string, which is what we hold on to. So it's kind of a fixed station camera that we can move around, but it doesn't fly the way a drone flies. And part of the reason why, why this is a preferred technology for us to use to kind of spy on sharks off the coast of Cape Cod is because it's got a really long battery life and it's really easy to change out the battery. So we can sit on a beach essentially all day with this piece of equipment and, and spy on sharks. So we're gonna learn a lot. All right, so how do these things work? How are you spying on these sharks? Um, so there's a, there's a camera that is attached to the, the balloon. You can, you know, raise the balloon up however high you want it, get a good shot of the beach and the water. And so you will essentially just sit there and wait for a shark to swim up the coastline. And when a shark comes into view, we can record the footage um, and we're basically just gonna watch. So when we're out on the water, getting video footage during tagging trips, during survey trips, we're directly interacting with that animal. But what we don't get are these remote observations where we're just watching a shark 
doing its thing for long <laughs> periods of time. And that's what this will allow us to do. Peeping Toms, some might say. <laughs> <laughs> I guess kind of shark being, we're being a little creepy, I guess. <laughs> well, that's the thing. When you're studying a creature and it knows you're around, it's going to change its behavior. You know, maybe it's, well, I don't know, picking its nose or <laughs> tweeting something. I don't know. But like, it'll definitely be doing something different if it knows nobody's around. Yeah, they're not responding to the boat at all. Um, you know, a lot of times you've been out with us, sometimes they don't really seem to respond to the boat at all. Um, but one thing we, we're not able to do from that perspective is just watch an individual shark for a long period of time. So we're out there and we're on a mission to get underwater video footage so we can identify that animal and then Greg always is trying to, to tag those animals as well that's the objective of that part of the work. So this is really just going to allow us to, to spy on sharks and get a better idea of what they're doing when they're swimming up and down the coast of Cape Cod all day. All right, I'm digging this. I love the spy theme, a little James Bond. Are you guys going to be wearing tuxedos when you're out in the water? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> so if people see these balloons in the sky, they should know it's for sharks. It's not some kind of weird UFO. The government's not spying on you. We're spying on sharks. <laughs> yes, that is true. And, that you know, we want people to know what we're out there and what we're doing. So when we're out on the beaches, we'll be, we'll be talking to folks. We'll be letting them know what we're doing. One thing that is important to point out is that this is really a pilot study for us to see how that technology works, to see if we can use it to get a better understanding of shark behavior off the coastline. So when we're out there, we'll be letting people know when we see sharks, of course, but it's not being put there. We're not out there for public safety purposes. It's research purposes. Well, Meg, it's time to come clean. I've been doing my own bit of espionage, my own bit of spying, and uh, I've discovered that you're doing a little bit of real-time monitoring. Huh? Time to come clean. I've exposed you. Here it comes. <laughs> so the real-time receivers, that's another new technology that we'll be trialing this year that we're really excited about. So for the past almost 10 years now, the Division of Marine Fisheries has deployed an array of acoustic receivers, which are these underwater monitoring stations that we use to listen for the presence of tagged sharks all up and down the coastline of Cape Cod and throughout the coastal waters of Massachusetts. But most of the time, you know, for those regular receivers, we have to go out and physically haul them to download the data. So we don't see what sharks have been in the area unless we're out on a trip and we can download them. Or in some cases, when, when they're in an area that's hard to reach, we don't get that data until the end of the year. Right. And you know me, <laughs> I, want this I want that data. So what's really great about these receivers is that they'll relay that information to us in real time. So we'll get an alert, we'll get an email every time a tagged shark swims past one of these receivers, which is so satisfying <laughs> from a shark nerd perspective. <laughs> Roger that cue. Well, I'm excited. You're excited, obviously. And people should be excited because the more information that's out there about sharks, it's just better for public safety. That And that's really what it's all about. You know, we're learning a lot about these animals and their habits off of our coastline, but it's really all about the people. We want to know what those animals are doing and when they're doing it so we can let people know when white sharks are most likely to be present off the coast of the Cape so they can modify their behavior accordingly. 
to reduce the risk of having a bad interaction with a shark instead of a good one. Right. Um, but so that's one thing that's important to point out with the real-time receivers as well is that, you know, from a, from a shark data nerd perspective, it's so exciting to be able to have that information real time, but that obviously has utility in terms of letting people know when sharks are in the area. So what we're doing this summer is all again, kind of like a pilot study. We're going to be testing this equipment. It's not being rolled out for public safety purposes at this time, but we will definitely be sharing that information with the public through the Conservancy's Sharktivity app is the plan for disseminating that information right now. So if you don't have the app, I suggest getting it soon. It's free to download. Ooh, we got an app plug in here while we're talking about gadgets and the most important gadget we have, I have to say, is our smartphones. What would we do without them? <laughs> I'd probably be very bored, but you know, I don't know what life is like without one anymore. So, you know, I guess, uh, I guess I'll take it. It's true. But think about it. Now you'll be able to get near real-time information on sharks. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all I've been wanting. Well, it's true. If you're a beachgoer, you're going to want to know what's happening in the waters. We also regularly input sightings when we're out on research trips. And if you're out on the water or at a beach on Cape Cod and you see a white shark, you can report your own sighting and participate um, as a citizen scientist in the research that we're doing as well. So you're trying to get some real-time data on sharks, but, you know, science can go too far. And I've heard that you're actually trying to find out how fat sharks can get. <laughs> I've exposed you. This is the big reveal. <laughs> the way you put that makes me sound so judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> well, big sharks, little sharks, we love sharks of all sizes, but you're piloting a new way to measure sharks' weight. Yeah, so we're also going to be testing what's known as a stereo camera. Ooh. Um, sounds really fancy, but really all it consists of are two GoPros on a pole that we're going to stick into the water to get underwater footage of sharks. And we do some calibration, you know, before we, we start using it, which allows us to get an estimate of the size of these animals as we're out on the water getting footage of them. Um, and so why, why is that important? I'm not, you know, <laughs> trying to make any, any shark feel good or bad about themselves. No fat shaming <laughs> sharks. The Atlantic no. White Shark Conservancy <laughs> doesn't condone fat shaming sharks. No, honestly, for a shark, the fatter, the better. It means you're a really good hunter yeah. and you're, yes. you're eating a lot of, of That's seals. why I packed on my pounds during quarantine. <laughs> I'm like a shark. <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> so we're going to know how much sharks weigh, but how is that going to help you guys and your research? So, I mean, we know that white sharks are coming here to feed on seals, right? Like we yep. know that, the, that that's what they're doing. What we don't have a great handle on at this point is how many seals they're eating, the frequency at which they're eating seals. And all of these things are outstanding questions in the realm of white shark research. So another study that started last summer that we're continuing this year is a study looking at the fine scale behavior of white sharks off the coast of the Cape. And you'll remember this. We, talk, we talked about this last year where the Division of Marine Fisheries is deploying tags with cameras on them. Yes. So that we are getting shark's eye view of, of what these animals are doing off the coast of the Cape, as well as these different measures of their activity while the camera's on them. 
And so from that study, we're hoping to get an idea of how frequently they're feeding on seals, how they're doing it, and if there are any trends and when they're doing it. Are they feeding more at night or during the day or, you know, at certain stages of the tide? All that information is, is really valuable for us to know. But, you know, it also begs the question of we know from the acoustic tagging data that's been collected by the division over the past 10 years that a lot of these sharks will hang out off the coast of the Cape for months at a time. They'll, they'll right. stick around. So they're obviously sticking around to feed on seals. But, but how does that translate to improved shark fitness for them? Mm-hmm. Like, are they, you know, how, how well are they doing? Are they able to bulk up while they're here? Because they swim a really long distance to get here to feed on seals in the summer and the fall. So we need an index of shark fatness, essentially. And if we can track that over the course of the season, we can get an idea of what their bulking rate is while they're here. You want to know how those sharks get all those lumps, all those lumps inside their trunks. (laughs) You basically want to know about those sharks' lady lumps, right? No, I'm so bad at you for getting that song stuck in my head. <laughs> you know, guys, it's about time that Fergie makes a comeback and that she does it through sharks. Well, that's great. So we're looking at what sharks weigh. You got all sorts of crazy gadgets. But do you have anything else? Any other secrets you're hiding? I know you have your shark secrets. <laughs> We don't really have secrets. We pretty much share everything we're learning with the public as <laughs> well. Well, that, that's it. not as much fun. Uh, we can't have an expose. <laughs> so you excited about next week? Oh my gosh, definitely. I mean, this is the you know the heart of science, right? Is testing stuff out, seeing how it's going to go, seeing what you can learn from some of these different new tools. So I am. I am incredibly excited. I am so thankful that we're able to be conducting field work this year. Um, Cause for a while we weren't sure if we were going to be able to or not. So <laughs> we're, we're all really excited to kick this research season off. That's great. You're going to be out there studying those sharks while I'm stuck here in the basement playing Pokemon while I'm in here trying to catch them all. You're out there trying to tag them all, trying to see them all. <laughs> and that, also brings up a good point. A lot of people might be wondering why we're still going out, why the Division of Marine Fisheries is still tagging sharks after all these years. But there's so much individual variation in when and where these sharks show up and where they hang out that that's one thing that I never cease to be amazed by is how different an individual fish can be from other members of its species. We don't tend to think about fish that way, right? right? We tend to think about them as just these sort of like... I don't know, as fish, I guess. <laughs> but that's one thing I'm I'm really interested in and I'm really excited to share more about this season is getting a little bit more into the 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 individual white sharks that have come to Cape Cod over the past couple of years. I want everybody to get to know their their new white shark neighbors pretty much. Uh since we have the secret agent theme, uh, if you don't mind, uh I'm gonna play us out with the uh 007 theme and I'm gonna do that. Right about now. Ding 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 And by play you mean sing. You know I'm in my basement all day. I need something. Thanks, Meg. Thank you, as always. 
Thank you, agents, for joining us on the Shark Tales podcast. You can find more Sharky content all summer on NBC10 Boston, so be sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and our website to see what's happening undercover in the oceans. <laughs>